Right. Hey, we've got on the phone right now our guest for this morning, and her name is Kathy Stokes, and she is with the AARP Director of Fraud and Prevention Programs. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you on. This is the time of year, of course, holiday shopping, and you know, you order a lot of things online, your credit card numbers everywhere. So a lot of people may be concerned about fraud this time of year. So that's why we wanted to chat with you and see what sorts of things you have to to talk about. How common are these sorts of uh, scams and fraud, especially around holiday time? Oh, my goodness. You know, the the types of fraud that are out there are out year round, but there are some that just really ramp up over the holidays following us and everything that we're trying to do during the uh, purchase season, if you will. So what we see a lot of um, through a survey that that we uh, just released today, uh, and this is across all Americans, not just older adults, that over a third of us have experienced fraud when buying an item through an online ad, like a social media ad, where, you know, it's a great deal. You click on the link, you think you purchased an item, and you never actually get it or you get something that's inferior, and it's really hard to try to deal with that and get your money back. We also see, uh, and this is amazing, uh, almost a double uh, uh, to the number of people who have experienced receiving these fake uh, shipping text messages from the FedEx, UPS, or uh, U.S. Postal, um, where it says there's a problem with a with with something you're trying to ship and you need to click this link. Quite often, those links will send you to a page that looks legit, and it'll ask you for credit card information. Or even worse, uh, just visiting that page um, puts software on your device that steals your credentials for all of your online uh, accounts. Recording in progress. Really, kind of scary stuff. Um, so, and then another thing, you know, and this is consistent with last year, you know, we love gift cards, giving mm-hmm. and receiving gift cards, especially this time of year. But 27% of us have experienced giving or receiving a gift card that had no value on it. Ooh. Well, what, how can we prevent doing this? Because, you know, I, I'm thinking about sometimes on, on Facebook, for example, you know, when you obviously are Googling or looking at things somehow they, you know, they, they know your rhythm of what you're interested in. And all of a sudden I'll get some ad that pops up in Facebook, like, Hey, this is the best deal. And you think, you know, this is a little too good to be true. You know, it's something you were interested in. And um, how do you know what's legit and what's not? See, that's the thing. Cause they do look so real. Well, and that's just a shame because there are a lot of legitimate companies you know, legitimately trying to make sales, but there's so much fraud online that you just, you can't, you know, you can't trust it. So let's say that ad that pops up is from something you've had an eye on, your eye on from, I don't know, Wayfair.com is one Mm -hmm. place that I shop. Go to your web browser and type in Wayfair.com. Don't click the link because quite often we're seeing that that link is taking you to a site that isn't Wayfair, even though it looks like it is. So is that the, the, and then there are sometimes they say, or a lot of them will say, going out of business, you know, this is our last inventory. And so you, they make it sound like it's so urgent because I've done, had those before and you think, well, how do I know for sure? Hey, look, 20 years ago, I bought the most beautiful (laughs) rug because they were going out of business. And I think the company's still on the same corner that I bought it from. (laughs) (laughs) So that doesn't necessarily mean they're really going out of business. That's true. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and I saw one of your statistics from your study. It says 80% have experienced or been targeted by at least one form of fraud, and over one in four have been given or received a gift card with no balance. So, I mean, if I'm going to, like, let's say my Target store or whatever store, and I go there and I get a card, am I pretty safe if I'm at the place in person versus go doing it over online? You know, it's hard to say, honestly, and it's such a shame because gift cards are awesome, but when you go to a store to buy a gift card, it's it's uh, a chance that uh, criminals have sent some people in there to pull those cards off the racks to manipulate them so that they uncover the, the, the pin, Ooh. cover them back up, they put them in a, a, a computer uh, app or something, and then as soon as that card goes and um, gets activated at the point of, uh, point of purchase, they know that, and oh. they immediately can drain the, the dollars off of that card. Uh, and even more uh, of a concern is, you know, they have these bots that they use that can search online for balances that are active on, on gift cards and drain them. Oh. So, yeah, so, you know, you, when you buy them, like, hold on to the, to the receipt, um, as soon as you receive one, you know, if you, if you can register it, do so. That way you can keep an eye on the balance. But, you know, we all have this tendency to, we'll get around to using mm-hmm. the gift card. Right. Uh, and it sits in the purse or it sits in the bottom of the drawer. And that just gives criminals more time to find them and drain the, drain the cash. And, you know, it's really hard to get that back. If there's money still on the card when you go to the retailer, maybe they can claw that back and give you that amount in another gift card. But by and large, that money's going to be gone. So are you prob- saying or hinting that maybe it's not the best way to give gifts is through gift cards? Because, I mean, I'm really uneasy to, to think about how they, you can be ripped off so easy. You know, it's, it's, it's a hard decision. I buy them still. Um, I really strongly encourage the people like, uh, that I gave them to to use them quickly, not to, you know, sort of lollygag. Um, and I do, if I'm in a store... I will take the entire rack off and pull the last one or the third to the last one with the hopes that if somebody was manipulating them, they didn't get that far. Wow. That's, I mean, that's a strategy. Now, if everybody knows that, then everybody, maybe the crooks will know. See, I shouldn't have told you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, and the, I also think that, yeah. like, if you go directly to the company online and and order it that way and even you know you can make them uh electronic send to a friend or like for mine i've i've been purchasing them and then immediately i'm able to download them print them out and i put them in a card that way oh okay and what about paying online with things like venmo or zelle or or cash app and, and those sorts of things or paypal all those different types of things online are they safe i mean generally i usually just check out as a guest and use my credit card and i don't know if that's the best way or not either so what what's the safest well you know using the credit card doesn't prevent someone from stealing it but you do have consumer protection if that happens okay you don't have those same protections with peer-to-peer apps generally um, so uh, those are really great to use. And generally, I'm talking about the cash apps, the Venmos and the Zells. Um, you know, send money to your grandkid in college, um, pay the dog walker, split a, a dinner bill. Um, but to use them in business transactions when you're purchasing something, you just don't have those same protections. So, you know, I'd advise not to use them that way. Okay. So 
it, it, it's limiting your, your options, apparently, and, and that sounds like to be safe, that's what you need to do. And what other things did you find were very, I guess, big problems or, or that we should be aware of and look out for? Well, um, there are a couple of things that we've kind of forgotten over time with a little quiz we did. It's really important to understand that um, a retailer who's saying they're trying to help you with a problem on your account is not going to legitimately ask you for your username and, and password. Uh, um, so if that happens, it's a scam. Okay, so don't give out any of that information. All right. And don't use don't, don't use a, a, a web browser for customer support. You know, look up customer support because quite often the criminal will have purchased that ad, and you'll be talking to a criminal instead of the company that you're trying to reach. Oofda. <laughs> and <laughs> that's all. And and what do you think? Do if you think you have been targeted, all of a sudden you realize that something you may have ordered is not coming, is not coming, and you call and the number is disconnected, or you can't get anybody to return your calls. What then? Yeah, well, take it up with your bank and see what, you, what, what options you have there. If you've lost money to a fraud, especially if it's of any significance, you're going to want to report that to the police. Get the report in. Not enough people are reporting. The more we report, the more we realize what a, what a horrible crime this is and that we have to do something about it. And how about on uh, over-the-phone type things? Uh, you know, I often get things that will say, you know, this is blue-green or whatever vacations, and we're going to offer you a really great, deal but you have to make it right now and and we did one of those years ago and it actually turned out we did get a trip to hawaii but now i'm leery every time because i hear about all these scams and things so (laughs) you have to be leery i mean we get 45 47 billion incoming robocalls every month in this country and it's assumed that about 25 percent of them are fraudulent so for the legitimate telemarketers out there, I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, don't pick up your phone unless you absolutely know who it is um, and let your voicemail pick it up or your answering machine if you still have one and make <laughs> a, a thoughtful decision on whether to return a call. Is it easier for criminals to use cell phones or landlines to commit fraud? Um, it's easy to use both, unfortunately. Oh. Um <laughs> But it's easier to protect yourself on the cell because with a smartphone you can download apps that will uh, block calls, and it's a little bit harder to do that on a landline. Okay. How about? And I, yeah, we, we're we're getting into another call now. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, yeah. how, where can we go for more information to if folks have more questions and they want to look this up on their own? Yeah, head over to aarp.org/holidayscams. Kathy, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and hopefully people won't get scammed, and we'll uh, be cautious. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.